0: So we're going to be looking at the point at which Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. So that's Genesis in Parshas by Yigash. Uh, near the
1: beginning. Chapter 44
0: of Genesis. Sorry, 45. And verse 1, that's page
1: 252.
0: Below yachol Yosef Lehita
1: so we are recording then,
0: okay. He couldn't with we well, couldn't with strain himself. Le <speaking> Kholanitsovimolov <in Hebrew> to everyone who was around him. So then he says, get rid of anyone except my brothers, right? Velo o'mad Ish Ito and no one remained with him. Behit Vada Yosef Elechov when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And Rashi says he was ready to reveal himself, but he couldn't bear to let his brothers be embarrassed in the presence of so many bystanders, meaning that he knew, he foresaw that there'd be a lot of weeping or that they would feel embarrassed by him revealing the fact that their their betrayal of him was now exposed. So he, Rashi says that that he wanted to get everyone out because he couldn't bear to let his brothers be embarrassed in the presence of so many bystanders. But the Rashbam said, no, he was concerned with his own self-image, not that of his brothers. It's unseemly for him, the viceroy viceroy to break into tears in the presence of so many outsiders. Mm -hmm. And the Ramban says that the attendants were so moved by Judah's plea that they joined in pleading for Benjamin's freedom. And Joseph couldn't resist the combined pleas. I thought that was just a stunning okay. interpretation of the Ramban. That he, get out, I can't handle both of you, right? The, both the attendants and Judah. All right. Let's see what the Baba V'ruh does. The Baba V'rov, immediately on this posuk, Velo Omad Ish Ito Behizvada Yosef, no one stood for him while Yosef made himself known to his brothers, goes and he dives already into the Zoya. So he's already saying joseph isn't joseph judah isn't judah the brothers are not the brothers this is all about the master of a similar bonim that whatever's happening to the patriarchs is going to happen to the children and not only the children as we are doing this in history but in the future because the zoya 1208b says that this posuk refers to the time of the ge'ulah, when Hashem will join with Klal Yisrael once again. Rabbi Yossi in the Zoya interprets the posuk referring to the time that Hashem will uplift Klal Yisrael from its downtrodden state, its exile. He will take net vengeance on the nations that persecuted Klal Yisrael throughout the ages. Now, obviously the question from the Zoya is, what is the revelation of Joseph to his brothers? got to do with the end times, mm-hmm. the messianic times. I'm struggling with this concept because there are different scholarly opinions as to the role that messianism, the idea of Mashiach, takes place in Hasidus. Meaning, is Hasidus itself the way the Lubavitcher Rebbe projects it, meaning we want Mashiach now and it's all about Geula and Mashiach and Mashiach? Or is the concept of olam haba and messianic times occurring in the in the adept, in the tzaddik? That is, when he is achieved enlightenment, that is. And there's a, there's a completely different approaches and different opinions. And of course, in different Hasidic sforim, you'll see different variations on
1: that. I'm theme. sorry, I think I missed something here. Is the other opinion that... Mashiach, we're not talking about a worldwide political type event. Instead, we're talking about an individual enlightenment type event. Absolutely. Okay. So, a Mashiach might it's, be here for this person, but not for that person. It's an a-historical, non-political. Yeah. So, we could have Mashiach present for one person, but not for somebody else. Is, what, what is that what it's saying?
0: Yeah. For the
1: Tzaddik, right.
0: Okay. Not Mashiach, but this notion of Geula, right? This... Coming out of exile, rescuing the Shechina from exile, is an individual is an individual okay. process, right? Okay. And it may be that some have suggested that was in reaction to, of course, the messianic heretical zeal of Shabtai Tzvi and the Frankists, yes, who predicted a world war, world-changing order, whether it was the Turks uh, with the Russians or Napoleon. And that also happens by the Chassidish rebbe's. When Napoleon is attacking Moscow, mm-hmm. there's a machlokas between the Alter Rebbe who says this is bad for the Jews mm-hmm. and the Ravnachem Mendel of Rimenov and the of Magid and the Aptarov who said, no, it's good. We have come out of poverty. Napoleon will give us the vote and we'll become the bourgeoisie. So they're looking at Napoleon as a messianic figure. So the question is, what is the Zoya meaning here? What is the relationship between the low ish ito, no one could stand with him when he made himself known to his brothers. He kicked everybody out except they were alone. So he approaches this by the introduction of the words of the Kedusha Slavi. And the Kedusha Slavi is Rev Yitzhak of one of the oldest Talmudim, maybe the oldest Talmud of the Magid. The Alter Rebbe was the youngest. Oldest in age. Mm-hmm. Held in great respect. And he comments, <laughs> And behold, your eyes see in the eyes of my brother Binyamin that it is my mouth that speaks to you. Joseph is telling his brothers. So he quotes his rebbe, the rebbe Reber, the Maggid of Mesrich, who said that just as there is light and darkness in the world, there is light and darkness in the mind of every person. So that is, whatever's happening out there in nature, whatever's happening out there in the natural Mm -hmm. order or in the historical order is occurring within the microcosm of the spiritual So the Bidisha added that even in times that we are consumed by our Mm -hmm. darkest thoughts, the Maggit is very, very bothered by what Mm -hmm. happens when you're davening and these thoughts come into you. We've had that in the Moray Naim.
1: Now, are we talking about Any non-davening thoughts or are you talking specifically about bad thoughts?
0: Well, times we are consumed by our darkest thoughts. That would be in those times whether it's davening or not davening. Words spoken by a tzaddik refine the mind and darkness of those who hear his words and it's transformed into light. So this is the whole concept of the tzaddik. This comes into Hasidut that the tzaddik as a messianic figure has the ability not only to work on his own soul, but because he has a nefesh klali, he's able to work on the souls of his followers. So that if I am consumed by dark thoughts, which happens to me 90% of the time, <laughs> I, by listening to the words of the tzaddik, I, my thoughts can be refined from darkness to light. I have to tell you that Shabbos morning, right, that ma'ore naim shir, sometimes I, do ex- I experience Enlightenment. I've been up Friday night, and I'm mikvah and ready to go. And the Rebbe starts talking from this safer of the this tzaddik demoranim, and sometimes I I really get inflamed. I I really do. Uh, the tzaddik somehow uh, washes away all the schmutz, and I am I am feeling. And it only can happen on Shabbos. I mean, if I would read the Mori Naim when I Chazar it in the week, I forget it. it, doesn't work. It's just that particular auspicious time and, you know, maybe my lack of sleep the night before that and the coffee and whatever it is, that magic that brings it together. And sometimes when we're learning in Delta Rebbe, I feel that afterwards. This is Yosef's statement. a e'neichem ro'am. Roos, your eyes, see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin. So he splits it, he atomizes the verse midrashically. It's not about Joseph telling his brothers that your eyes have seen, but your eyes are illuminated to see the light of goodness. This comes through kipi hamadabe Because my mouth is speaking to you, meaning the words of the tzaddik, refines the mind of the listener that's what the caduceus lady says he takes the historical context of joseph alone with his brothers and says, here's the proof you're looking at benjamin your eyes have seen it right and he's saying no no you are the shvatim you're in the darkness you have an eye the tzaddik and bringing to you that light
1: and have we reached <coughs> yet what this has to do with making everybody
0: else leave? Not yet. We're no. going to come all okay. the way around. So the Baba Verov on the caduceus Levi to explain how Yosef illuminated the eyes of his brother. So the Arizal comments on the mission. And the mission in Pirkei Ovis chapter 4 says don't look at a bottle from external, but look at the contents. Rabbi Omi, don't look at a flask, but look at what's inside. Now, kankan, the Arizal, twisting everything around. Uh, Moses is appealing for his mercy after the Egel, after the sin of the golden calf. Hashem, Hashem, rachum v'chanun we use that because Rashi says that God says use this in in future, whenever you're in trouble and the bear sin, put your talis on and say these magical words, Hashem, Hashem, and my my rage will be assuaged. The last of them is, meaning that he will not clear the guilty. Well, that's not mercy. <laughs> he visits the sins of the fathers on the sons. And he will not let clear the guilty. What's that got to do? Why is it included in the 13 meters? So he says, the Arizal says that the two outer letters of V'nakeh are Vovhe, and the two outer letters of Y'nakeh V'nakeh Lo are Yudke. So together they spell Yudke, Vovke, which is God's name of mercy, as opposed to Elohim, which is his din. That means Altista Tista kan it's so cute. Don't look at the letters kankan. Rather focus Elobamashe Yeshbo, but look at the other four letters, which means UK Vovke. And that's why we needed to add add it to the attributes of mercy. What's he really saying here? It's very cute. Altista Kelba Kankan. Don't look at the outer things, but look at what's inside. Meaning, don't look at the outer words, <laughs> nakelo yonaka, he will hold oh, you not guilty, he's going to be the... But look at what's inside, the yud, he, and the vov he of those letters. This is called letter mysticism. Well, not the inside, but the, the bracket. The, the letters kan represent the attribute of din, judgment. What do you mean, kan? Kan? Kan, kan. kan. Altis, dakel, but kan, kan, a flask. Don't look at the flask it says empirically oh, under, okay, so kan so khan represents the din actually the kan sipor is the nest which is clulisrol in zoya but here he's saying kuf nun represents the attribute of judgment and you see that because the noah's flood lasted for 150 days which is the gematria of kuf nun Yet the Sforum guide us to look away from the harshness and focus on the ultimate kindness that must be at the source. So this actually goes into a very profound notion of when we look at bad stuff that's happening, the 150 days of the flood all the way down to the Holocaust, it's possible, according to the Arizal, not to see the flask and the suffering, Mm -hmm. but to look somehow beyond that Mm -hmm. into... Where the chesed, where the kindness and the rachamim is. Mm -hmm. There cannot be anything essentially bad or evil that comes from Hashem. That is the doctrine. Mm -hmm. Right? That is the doctrine. Hard to swallow. There cannot be anything bad that comes from Hashem. Although from the perspective of the humans, many things appear to be tragic, sad, and painful in the world to come, Hashem will reveal how everything that happened in our lives was for our good and absolutely necessary. This is the concept of theodicy. Mm -hmm. This is the rabbinic response to when bad things happen to good people. The whole rabbinic idea is don't focus on olam hazer, but there is you may olam haba. Right? This is what Acher's mistake is when he saw the child following his father's Command by climbing the tree, sending away the mother birds. So he fulfilled the only two commandments in the Torah where he was, where we are um, guaranteed. guaranteed long life. And the kid breaks, the twig breaks, and he breaks his head and he dies. Ach is watching this and then says, Let dinva let on. There is no judge, there is no justice. This 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 book is a fluster, it's a it's a it's a mockery, it promises us long life, and he does the bloody thing that he was told to do, and he breaks his bloody neck. Right? Rabbi Meir is his teacher. You 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 didn't chap that there is it doesn't just say Haye azeh, it means Olama as well, which doesn't say in the Torah.
1: Long life is not long <clears throat> life. <laughs> so so this is the
0: notion of theodicy that he's struggling with. In fact, the, the uh, Sansa, the Divri Chaim of Sanz in Chanukah, said that he heard from his Rebbe, the Rapshat Taruf, that when the Mashiach comes, we will look back upon history and we will see that everything we experienced was kindness and mercy, but it was concealed from us. Now, this was done, this was said 200 years before the Holocaust. Oh. I don't understand how we will look back and say, a million babies wake, w- went up in smoke, and and see the good in that. There's just no way I can do that. I just can't wrap my head around it. But well, this is
1: before uh, the Holocaust. But truth be known, we had gone through some rough times. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not saying that we
0: didn't uh, have pogroms before. But I mean, this is the intent of the Tana. Al Khan Don't look at the letters that represent Khan, which is din, which is harshness, which is darkness. Even when life presents challenging times, instead look beneath the surface, what's inside the flask, which is this notion that there is mercy, the mercy of Hashem's name, Yud Vof hey So now he brings us back to Yosef told his brothers after revealing his identity <coughs> in Genesis 45 5. Do you have that? 45 5. Right? Don't be grieved. Don't be angry with yourselves. Because you sold me. Because God sent me before you to preserve life. Now, how is he going to interpret that? It's a dramatic statement because we thought when he said, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? That's a redundancy. they told him last week oh, etc yeah. oh, yeah. oh yes that we haven't there's an old man we got an old man back in Canaan, and he's gonna be heartbroken you know please have some mercy so he knew that their father was alive so why is he saying ha ovi chai? Mm-hmm. is my father still alive Tocha it was a reproof I'm Joseph ah is, is is that old man still alive that you told that you killed me that I was dead that a wild beast tore me right?
1: Ah, so this is Akasha on Yehuda because he's saying, Yehuda, you just told me he's going to die if his son disappears. I disappeared. Did he die? Is he still alive? Ah, okay, so your so your whole plea goes out the window. It, that's an interesting twi- twist.
0: But the the obvious twist is mm-hmm. it's my father. It's a sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Is my father still alive? It's a poke. Mm-hmm. It's a poke. It's a reproof. It's a tochecha, right? Like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a there's there's a there's a, a in VaYikra. It says Lotikum Tikon lo Tito don't take revenge. Velocito, mm-hmm. don't hold a grudge. losito. don't hold a resentment. You had a 22-year-old resentment that you've been nursing like a little furry animal, mm-hmm. just waiting for this moment to say, Ha'od really? Revenge is sweet. So now right? he comes and says, "Vato al atzvu. Mm-hmm. Don't be sad. Don't be brokenhearted that you screwed me. Al nechem. No, don't don't make it bad in your eyes because okay. you sold me. It's okay. Is that with is that with humor? Is that with sarcasm? Is that with, you know, resentment full of it? Or not? No, he says because <laughs> there's a famine over there. Now we look back and we see the harsh din that happened to me. I see that there was a plan, a divine plan. Mm-hmm. The divine plan is that I should rescue all but, of you just like it was in my the, dreams. But the words
1: are, you screwed up so badly. But don't worry about it. It was God's plan. It worked but, you, out, but it worked out, It right? worked out. I've, I've worked got a really good job now, Yeah, says Yosef. <laughs> but yeah,
0: you, you squished me. But <laughs> Everyone loves to hear them. They don't want to hear me. They don't want to hear these. Yosef was guiding his brothers and all future generations. Turn this off and then we turn off the recording and
1: we can really cut loose. In the proper perspective.
0: One must maintain as one is to endure the difficult challenges. One must not get ensnared in the Kan Kan. The can can i like that (laughs) the harshness of the situation one must focus and trust in the concealed goodness that hashem hid in every difficulty yosef utilized his own life circumstance to prove the point there could be no greater challenge than to be sold by one's own brothers into slavery and despite the pain it was to orchestrate Yosef's ascendancy and through it to ensure the survival of Yaakov's family very nice this is the meaning don't be grieved he tells his brothers that for now and for future generations whenever and wherever a situation arises that logically might cause one to be depressed don't allow this to happen don't be angry don't Focus on the charon af of the divine anger. Remember, they called the Holocaust, you may charon af. In the Spharmakist looking back at the Holocaust, you may, the, the years of fury. How else can you explain that, right? The years of fury, divine fury, the anger, the attributes of kankan, of judgment. Pay attention to that which is in the kankan, in the flask, concealed, even through in my own life, Yosef says, The chesed that must be hidden beneath the surface. The proof is the life of Yosef. God sent me before you to preserve life. So that becomes the tzaddik. The tzaddik is here to show you beneath the surface of your darkness and bring out that light and that's the message of the words of the caduceus levi tells his brothers that the darkness in their minds is dispersed by listening to the tzaddik to yosef's words meaning that the words those words have a magical property and by listening to the words not necessarily only the content of the words because the content of the words is a rational a a, a non-rational belief that what happened in the past turned out to be for the best. And what's happening now, the tzaddik says to everyone, what's happening to you in the present isn't bad, even though you see it's bad in the darkness, but I am showing you the light of it through my words. There's a subtlety here. It's not just the content of my words. Ki it's the words themselves that are coming from my lips, as the tzaddik, that's bringing enlightening you. Sorry. So you're saying that the uh, the flask is the darkness, which is what we see on the outside, but the salvation, the enlightenment, is the con- is the contents. Well, that's how the Ariza looked at the world, at the word Altista kalber Kankan right? That's how the Arizal, by atomizing the word and splitting the word khan into Midas Hadin, which is 150 years of the Noah's blood, blah, blah, blah. This approach to human suffering restored light to their minds, taught them not to focus on the pain and the darkness, but rather to see the hidden light that's concealed in the gloom and in the pain. Now, if anyone else would be saying this, I would go very nice, very frum, but it's the Baba Roof who himself went through wow. the holocaust mm. and spent the rest of his life uh, in brooklyn putting together you know so he went through that darkness mm. and now he's rebuilding a generation of survivors Baba the this premise sheds light on the zoya that we quoted the zoya references the ultimate ghoul in connection with yosef's identity revelation to his brothers just as yosef's revealed altered the negative perception of the events by revealing the underlying goodness, so too, in Mashiach's day, we'll look back and realize that all of the goodness, chesed, and mercy that escorted us through the difficult periods in Golos.
1: Oh. The problem is what
0: happens during Golos? Well, wait, one second. Do you see what he's saying? He's saying that that the Zoya saying that the Posuk... When no one was with him when he revealed himself to them. Now we went through the Kedusha Levi that he's the Tzaddik that's revealing to them that everything that's happening to them in the darkness was good. Now he's bringing back that to the Zohar that says (coughs) that it refers to the future of Geula when Hashem will join with Klal Yisrael once again. That is, Hashem will uplift Klal Yisrael from its downtrodden state. And so the relationship between Yosef's revelation and the Geula then is that we will see after Golas, the difficult period, that Hashem's light illuminated the way all along with his providence. That's his chiddush. That's the Bob Rav's chiddush. What he's done is he's taken the kedushas Levi in which the Tzaddik, Yosef, the Tzaddik, or the Tzaddik today, through his illumination, is taking me out of my darkness by tell, showing me how not to see the outside of the din that's surrounding me, the kleeper, the addiction, all the schmutz, but to look in the light within me and bringing that out. That's Kadushas Levi. Baba Varav is now taking that caduceus Levi and saying, that comment on Yosef and the tzaddik and his brothers, I'm now getting inserting it to interpret why on earth the Zoya would have made this radical claim that the posse and no man stood with him while yosef made himself known to his brothers refers to the Gula when god in the after the exile and darkness and disconnection and alienation from us comes back to us reveals himself like yosef to his brothers and shows us that all along i was here because i was going to be your supplier i was i you god did this whole thing so that you will see that all along it was meant to be good. This is a theology, a theodicy. This is a notion that somehow at the end times everything will be made right.
1: I'm sorry, I'm still, experiment. I'm still missing the connection between sending the attendants away mm-hmm. and what he's saying. Because only
0: Yisrael goes through Gollus, suffers. And comes out the other end
1: okay so we don't have any uh, witnesses to this we because okay so that's we're sending everybody else away because we're going through this gullus alone by ourselves or
0: when he finally
1: reveals the truth
0: about the history that it wasn't din nobody else is going to be there correct it has to be a private affair
1: and then the next section says that apparently he said it so loudly that everybody heard
0: well they're crying
1: right that's the next
0: The cry. He said he
1: cried in a loud voice, and uh, Egypt heard, part of his yeah. household heard. So we will be the only ones who hear about what this gullus was all about at first. But then everybody else is going to also hear.
0: Well, about. you're extending this metaphor. Well, that's the next possible. Well, yes, you're doing a drush on the drush. You are extending this metaphor, and I would actually then say that it will include everybody else. In a very radical way, because everyone else will hear the tears. What does that mean? That everyone else hears the tears. That's the Volker Rebbe's thought. Yeah, when the Volker Rebbe died, Shlomo Kalabach said this story. First time I heard it, that uh, his son comes to the Kotska Rebbe and said, "You know, my father hasn't come to me in a dream. I stopped saying Kaddish yesterday. My mother came to me in a dream."
1: Yes. What did she do?
0: Ah. Oh. She was sitting at the shiver. She was sitting at the shiver and I'm welcoming people and she's going, Julian uh, Mr. B- Mr. Goldberg just came in could you please welcome him and this one just came in don't forget this one and she's she's, she's running the show yeah. it's her shiver she's running the show yeah would you like to sit
1: at your own shiver?
0: I, I was just like I was I woke up absolutely thrilled that my mother had come to me right yeah. Anyway, so the son of the Vorka, uh, of Vurka comes to the Kotsker and says, My father, ha- it's been a month and he hasn't come to me in the dream. He was your Chavrusa. Did you you learnt with him. Did he come to you? And he said, No, let me check what's going on. So he goes up to heaven and he goes up to the oil of Avram, Yitzhak Yaakov. Yeah, he was here, but then he left. Finally, he just grabs the to him and said, Where the hell is my Chavrusa? He said, Oh... <laughs> Don't ask. He refused to go into Shemai. He went through this forest, this dark thing. So the Kotzka starts chasing him through forests, and you know, I'm just thinking of one of those movies with, uh, you know, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods. And up in the hills, and that. finally gets to the end of the world, where the ocean is, and he sees the Vurka Rebbe hunched over his cane, pointing to the sea. And he says, Chavrusa, Chavrusa, what what are you doing? You're supposed to be in Gan Eden. And he's pointing to the ocean. He said, this is the ocean of tears. And I will not leave here till the Raboyne Shaloylam dries the tears of Golos, I'm not leaving here. That's what, that is those tears the ocean of tears that means someone is collecting all the tears and there is this midrash that there is this flask and it won't be f- Gula won't come till the flask is filled and there's a poem I think it is Israeli poet Yehuda Amichai says and the last tear from the Holocaust dropped but it fell outside the flask they didn't get caught And get caught and therefore the gollus has to continue it's just an amazing image of the tears of cloud yisrael and the tears of gollus and the tears of our broken lives and i think that Boba varov it would be anyone else i would have thrown this away it's just more claptrap theodicy uh, uh, you know rationalization of our suffering and the gula gollus and but it's the Baba Veruov. You cannot, you cannot ignore these words because it comes from a man who went through hell, and it comes from a man who built Bas Yisrael in Brooklyn and took every survivor, and every survivor he took in his palm of his hands, and he cuddled him, and he cried with him, and he built a community. And so we have to take his words because he was there. And that's the tears of Claudia's role.